Good afternoon, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. We are dental practice brokers. So today's topic is double headaches, two buyers who won't use an attorney in the purchase of a dental practice. We'll get into what's going on, why it's creating such a nightmare, such a headache for us. Anyway, we're now doing this for 12 years, dental practice brokerage. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants, marketing director, uh, operations director, and five development acquisition employees. So we are growing, we're in 27 states. Now you can reach us from 7.30 a.m. East Coast time to 9.30 p.m. We do pick up the phone every day except Christmas and Easter. So please give us a call and we'd be happy to chat with you. Now, if you want a free appraisal, we can provide that also. Just give us a ring. If you are selling your office, uh, thinking about it, it's a larger office, you know, $800,000, $900,000 plus, four, five, six operatories plus, and you want to sell to a DSO, we work with selected DSOs. We have our own independent company. We're not engaged with them and we're not employed by them, but they will often pay our commission. So there'll be no commission to you. And sometimes on special circumstances, we can also get the legal fees reimbursed at closing. So give us a ring. We can tell you about that. So let's go on what's happening today. This is like double trouble. It's such a headache. You have two buyers, no banks involved. They're both private mortgages. In other words, the doctor's holding the mortgage, the seller. Generally, I'm not an advocate of that, but every now and then there's certain circumstances where it can work. Uh, now, each of the sellers have their own attorneys. So we have some private financing, no bank involved, and no landlord involved either. So the sellers are represented by a dental attorney. We wish the buyers would be a, uh, represented by a dental attorney too, it would make things very fluid, but they're not. And the buyers are refusing to use attorneys in this transaction. Now, you're not forced to use an attorney, but it's highly, highly advised. I would never, if I had my choice, never do a, a deal without a uh, attorney, uh, a dental attorney, because they know what they're doing. And the best part of this deal, both of these deals, the attorney on the opposite side of the coin that is on the opposing attorney is uh, somebody I've worked with many times before and I would be happy to recommend attorneys that have also worked on the opposite table of the seller's attorney. It would make things so much easier. Now, the first one there, he has a friend or somebody that's looking over the contract. So when it comes to negotiation, I guess he's going to try to do it through me or himself. I'm not sure how that's going to work. But it's just, it's so crazy what is going on right now uh, because it's now been almost a week that the first buyer with private mortgage is now still looking over the contract. Still looking it over. Like, what are you doing? Maybe he has some kind of friend that's going to supposedly glance at it. Uh, they're doing this all to save money on the uh, on the commission. And, and I can't force them to use an attorney. I understand. But this is nightmare number one. Well, 
When are you going to come back with us? Who's looking at it? And who's going to negotiate your comments that you have on the uh, on the contract? Meanwhile, once you put a letter of intent in, the clock is ticking on the amount of money you could be making. I mean, that's it. You should be making money at this point. The one practice is at least $2,000 a week. The other practice is close to five, $6,000 a week. Every single week. And these guys are screwing around. So uh, it's they don't see it. They just don't see it. They don't see how much money they're losing. And it just drives me absolutely crazy. Because they're wasting their time trying to save money on an attorney and uh, they're losing, the one is 2000 a week, that is gross income and the other losing about $7,000 a week, gross income but no, they're trying to save the seven, eight dollars $9,000 fee that the attorney charges meanwhile, you'll be protected for the rest of your life or your state will be protected it's so foolish what they're doing but what am I going to do? these are the problems that I'm having so on Deal number one, we're waiting for the buyer to analyze six days now to analyze the uh, the contract. Hasn't gotten back to us yet. Says still reviewing. And he has some friend that's supposed to look it over, but the friend's not going to get engaged in negotiations. And then buyer number two on another deal, that buyer also doesn't have an attorney. Plus, there's no, there's no mortgage. Uh... And it's, it's going into a rental. Um, so the buyer wants to have a big meeting. So as the buyer and myself, midweek, we had a big meeting. And the buyer was wanted to try to negotiate. And I don't want to get into a big argument here. You don't negotiate directly with my seller. You go, your attorney goes through my seller's attorney. That's how it works. But this buyer... Uh, wanted to negotiate at our meeting and uh, my seller was smart enough to say look I have representatives that handle this I don't want to negotiate anything I don't know what's right what's not right and usually I intervene and I shoot the buyer right down but this is a touchy situation I tried to be very gentle but you need an attorney to do negotiations and he could communicate with the other attorney on the same page and create a uh, you know workable solution but this buyer is insisting on not having an attorney. The buyer is a bit hostile. It's like, oh my God, what am I gonna do here? And the buyer's best interests are not being addressed. I'm not an attorney. I can't tell him what should and should not be in that contract. I can't take that responsibility. So he's trying to figure it out on his own, all while saving money on the commission. And on top of everything, He's losing thousands, over five, $6,000 a week in gross earnings. Every single week, losing that money as he tries to maneuver and figure and it's so stupid. But they do that. So this is what I'm going through. These are the headaches I'm going through when a buyer or a seller, in this case, it's two buyers that decide they're going to have their own, they're not going to have an attorney. Because they're going to get a contract from somewhere else. Or say, no. Nobody's going to read your contract because you decide you got it out of some boilerplate. Every attorney's going to want to use their own contract, even if they have a base contract that they modify. So it is a nightmare for the broker, nightmare for the seller and buyer and buyer's seller's attorneys to deal with a um, uh, you know a situation like this. 
buying a dental practice without having representation for the buyer. Just crazy, just crazy. And because both of them, there is no mortgage on the, they're buying the office, uh, it's gonna be the sellers are holding the mortgage. It's just a nightmare. So I'm just telling you, if you're in those situations, beware, you're wasting your time. And you're missing some valuable advice from your attorney who has years of experience, far more than you do, that could help you. Okay? Thank you. Bye.